It's mostly cloudy and 16 degrees in downtown Calgary. Good morning from Global News. It's 9 o'clock. I'm Courtney Davidson. The Prime Minister will be in attendance at the Calgary Stampede today during day three of the greatest outdoor show on earth. He will appear at a Liberal Party fundraiser early this afternoon. If you haven't joined in on the Western Fun yet, it's a good morning to head to the grounds as admission will be free until 11 a.m. with the pancake breakfast taking place until 10 a.m. The head of the Canadian Federation of Nurses Unions has a message for premiers discussing health care issues during two days of talks in Victoria starting tomorrow. That story next, but first, 770 CHQR helicopter traffic. I'm over in the southwest looking at 37th Street where we have two-way traffic in place between 26th Ave and Richmond Road. Now you also have some two-way traffic on 17th Avenue at 37th Street as well. This is going to be going on for the rest of the month. Enjoy five pieces of Popeye's bone-in chicken, two regular sides, two biscuits, and two medium drinks with their two can dine for $18 deal at a Popeye's near you. From the 770 CHQR traffic helicopter, I'm Vanessa Arate. Linda Salaz says the shortage of nurses has many of them leaving the profession and premiers need to take immediate action with both short and long-term fixes when they discuss health care issues during talks in Victoria. I have never, in 30 years of union work, never seen nurses so angry. And they're a tough bunch. They're angry that there is no immediate actions there's bonuses here and there and and, you know even that you know it's a check it's not on your salary the 13 premiers are calling on the federal government to increase its share of health care funding to 35 percent from 22 percent as they try to implement changes including training and hiring more nurses and doctors The Bank of Canada is expected to raise its key interest rate on Wednesday with inflation raging and the economy in good shape. Economists are forecasting interest rates to rise by three quarters of a percentage point. HSBC Chief Economist David Watt says while the Bank of Canada wouldn't want to trigger a recession, it may be the price to pay to bring down inflation. I I don't think that it would be anything that they would eagerly do, but if getting inflation back does end up having to require a recession, I I think that uh, they would be prepared to to do that. Inflation in Canada was 7.7% in May, the highest it has been in 39 years. Domestic and family-based violence will be the focus this week at the public inquiry into the 2020 Nova Scotia mass shooting. The inquiry will release documents about the sexual and physical violence committed by the gunman who killed 22 people, including transcripts of interviews with his spouse. Lisa Banfield will be called as a witness on Friday but won't face cross-examination. Taking a look at sports in baseball, the Seattle Mariners winners of seven straight and 15 of their last 18 will be aiming to sweep the Toronto Blue Jays today in the final game of their four-game series. Toronto has lost eight of its last nine games. And in tennis, Novak Djokovic is getting set for today's Wimbledon men's singles final. This will be his 32nd Grand Slam final. 
In the forecast, chance of showers this afternoon up to 24. Skies clearing this evening down to 14, then mainly sunny tomorrow and 26. It's 16 degrees at 9.04. Breaking news when it happens. Our next scheduled update is at 9.30. I'm Courtney Davidson. Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm Earl Coombs and we are July the 10th and we're looking at a great looking week coming up. We got the stampede going on. The weather looks good. Great time to do a little bit of gardening. Um, went for a good bike ride last night and uh, just amazed at how many, everything's just in full bloom right now. All those spring Summer perennials and shrubs are just going crazy. Um, and I'm just going to bring Jen up on the line. We'll have our chat with Jen here this morning. Good morning, Jen. Hey, good morning, Merle. You went for your bike ride. Good job. Yeah. No, it was great, nice. too, last night. Like like the mock orange, spireas, irises, mm. uh, nine barks. Like so much stuff is just in full bloom right now it's looking so good so so awesome thank goodness we needed this <laughs> yeah i know and that's going. what yeah everything's been waiting for a little bit of heat mm-hmm. and so now i think we'll start seeing everything just popping like crazy we'll start seeing a lot of color and uh which is which is which is great and yeah. if you get a chance if you have a mock orange in your yard or your neighbor go smell them they're one of the mm-hmm. fewer fragrant shrubs still out there they actually smell quite nice so Nice, nice. You know, if your neighbors wonders what you're doing in their backyard, <laughs> smelling the mock orange. <laughs> Maybe go in daylight too, just so it's not confusing. Yeah, yeah a little creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you're right. The color is happening. I know people are they still have lost plants, you know, due to rain and rot and and squirrels and and uh, so we still have some available for people as well, some color and uh, things. Yeah, and if you yeah. did procrastinate till this time of year when you're doing your uh, annual you can save up to 50 percent you buy five or more you get 50 percent off everything on your annual so yeah come in and uh and save me from eating all the tomatoes in the back oh my gosh we have so many tomatoes still and i just i bought another one merle (laughs) i can't stop because they're so anyway it's so great back there that way the peppers are coming in the tomatoes um yeah we have so much stuff still you know, and I think we'll do this every year. Like we just we shifted our annuals outside, underneath we have these shade tarps, um, structures, and it just it makes a big difference to the. It takes a lot of stress off the annuals because in the greenhouse it does get quite hot, mm-hmm. um, so it's kind of nice. This gives them a little bit of shade. It'll keep them from stretching, and uh, so we'll have a we still have a good selection right through, right through the summer here. So it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And perennials, of course, still. And oh, gosh. Yeah, it just keeps going, which is great. That and the, perennial oh, and house, our, every time oh. I walk through there, it's it's, it's inspiring. It I almost is. want to call it the inspiring house because it just it makes you it just gets your mind going to where you could put stuff in your mm-hmm. in your garden. So that's true. And that and the product itself is so phenomenal. I know we had um, sort of a legend gardener in here yesterday and she was commenting on how tall the pen like she had never seen pentstem in the way the way that we have them in the store right now. It's fantastic. And you're speaking of Cass Mite, the garden from the yeah. Cattle Hort Society. Well, yeah. we're, we're fortunate. She's gonna she's doing a um, a shopping 
Shocknight. Or, yeah, yeah. Shocknight. Yeah. So, and she said it sold out and they're coming to <coughs> spruce it up on the 19th, I think it is. And uh, yeah. so we're looking forward to having Kath and all her guests come and visit us. So yeah, it's that'll be super awesome. exciting. Yeah. And hopefully they'll, they'll get to do more of those. I think that's super cool. It was great chatting with her yesterday. Yeah, no, no, she's uh, she's a wealth of knowledge, and uh, when she gets in the greenhouse, that's her passion. So it's uh, it's always inspiring hanging out with Kath and uh, talking some plants, and then whatever else, <laughs> <laughs> catch up on some garden gossip in the it's garden. Great hey, there you yeah, go. Yeah, she's very versatile that way. And speaking of classes, Merle, just so that um, your listeners know, we are going to continue with some yoga classes coming up. So check social media for that. Our next one will come up on the 16th. I know we had some interest and people wanted to jump in. It was just so lovely. We quickly touched on it, but um, we will be continuing that. Yeah, you guys did yoga and, and you did it, which is very brave, the day after our <laughs> Canada Day party. So you guys were a little Oof. bit, you needed it to be a little foggy. Yeah, it was <laughs> a little to... foggy. That's a nice way to put it. Yeah. And it was so lovely. It was actually not anything that we... Well, I don't know. I don't know what we expected, but just I think we talked about this, having the fountains out there and the birds. It was uh, it was really, really nice. So we're going to do some more of that, too. Yeah, I know. Outdoor yoga, that's cool. So yeah, uh, I'm glad you, you guys are doing that. That's yeah, lots of fun. Um, yeah, so yeah, lots going on at the Garden Center. Um, lots going on in the, in the garden. Like right now, and that's sort of like when I was riding around last night, and uh, it was just it's a great time if you're looking out in your yard and you don't have – you don't have that oof or that, you know, that little punch mm-hmm. or some color. Walk around your neighborhood or go to some of the city gardens or, or just, yeah, take a look around some community and just take some pictures if you, if you mm-hmm. see some flowers or different things you like. Yeah. Bring them down into the to a garden center and most time they should be able to identify it and say, hey, I wouldn't mind a couple of these in my garden. Would it do well? I got a, a real sunny spot or a shady spot or whatever. Um, yeah, I just, I think that's a great way to, cause then you get what you like. You kind of see it in its full glory. It's blooming. They look great. Oh, for sure. uh, Yeah. yeah. And the staff is really helpful too. If we don't have what it is that is in the photo, I mean, oftentimes, most often we can find a replacement that, that works just as well. Um, maybe a different look, but, um, but the color, the height, et cetera. So yeah, that's always, that's always fun too. Yeah. And yeah. if you're if you're missing uh I seen a beautiful uh crimson uh well uh, a prairie it's called prairie splendor maple. It's the nice. red maple. Yeah, one of our neighbors have one. Just beautiful. Like they're a great slow growing um I don't think we have any in stock right now, but I'm sure we're gonna be getting some prairie splendor. Mm-hmm. Um but they're a slow growing, they're a good front yard tree for a lot of smaller yards. And oh, some yeah? of the good maples are good because they don't grow really fast in Calgary. That's sort of like an Ohio Buckeye, the Gladiator, some of those maples. They're not – like you're not popping a big poplar in your front yard that's going to take right. over or a May Day or something. Um, so just oh, what a the great front color. yard trees. Yeah, yeah, I just pulled it up. Um, wow, that is a very rich color. That's very nice. Yeah, beautiful. And it's a maple, um, red rocket maple. Um, my – um, if everyone we get asked all the time, bef- and what are those willows and people go on? So this time you you drive to BC on your vacation, and people come home and want those weeping willows. And everyone mm-hmm. always thought the birch is that tree, but actually we we got 
a prairie splendor um, willow. No, not prairie what? splendor. Ah, prairie cascade. <laughs> it's all these prairie. They add prairie to all these names. Prairie cascade may, uh, willow. Okay. And mine is just, it's unbelievable. It's three years. I just can't believe how well it's done and growing to quite big. It's starting to get that look of that weeping willow that you see when you drive through BC. Mm. So if you're looking for that look and if you have a little bit of a wetter spot, um, I've kind of created a bit of a willow barricade around my yard a bit. I got a couple of big laurel leaves. I've planted three of these uh, weeping willows, um, just sort of trying to create that little, uh, you know, little barrier. Um, so when you're, you're sitting in your backyard, you kind of feel like you have a little oasis. So I'm mm-hmm. just trying to create that uh, in the backyard, which is uh uh, I love how it's coming along, and uh, so it's kind of cool. So beautiful. So you can do those things in Calgary. Just need yeah. to pick a theme and kind of go with it, right? A hundred percent, and that's that's half of it. Just dive in, and it'll kind of take care of itself as you start progressing. You know, yeah. it's fun to watch people build build on their on their plants and their their trees and shrubs. Yeah, no, and, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are growing veggies. Um, we get a lot of lot of people who have that leaf miner in their beet leaves, in their in their uh, Swiss chard leaves, and I'm not sure where it came from, but it, it wasn't around like 20 years ago. But really, Crazy. those row covers are the way to go. Um, if you if you happen to have that leaf miner, pick it out as best you can, and then cover your rows with those row covers, and that's yeah. a white fabric row. It's a just a cover. And it'll uh, it'll just work wonders, and it'll help keep those nice and clean, so you don't get that uh, that uh, leaf miner going through all your foliage. Oh, it's silly. And those um, for me on my Brussels sprouts, I have those uh, those green caterpillars. Those is it cabbage so, loopers? Those yeah, are? BTK or the Pierce Green. You can yeah, use I've just been picking them off. It's a battle every evening. We go and we we look at each other, and 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 I win. <laughs> There you go. But, yeah, I mean, it is a good idea because I did see that moth. I heard you talking to a customer, I think about this specifically, but I did see a moth kind of fluttering around there and I didn't realize that that's what it was doing with laying the eggs. So you're right with those crop covers. That's uh, kind of important. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, you guys have uh, done up the tropical house. You got now, you've, you've, yes. you've a whole yes. bunch of. Uh, tropical plants in so it's looking a little more tropical in there right now and yeah we're filling it up and the team has been just busting their butts um kind of changing things around a little bit and so we're going to continue today actually um but yeah come on in and see sort of see if you notice what we've changed it's kind of subtle but i think it's kind of cool and uh we want to show off more plants as well so we'll be doing more of that and tropical season too a lot of people as you know they're using their tropics as annuals outside you know that either they then get rid of or they bring inside and and go from there over the winter put it back out yep. so, my, yeah my lemon probably has about 200 blooms on it right now so what? it just uh it's blooming like crazy so hopefully all the bees come and uh and uh and uh do their, do their work and pollinate work. maybe some lemons are you going to and, keep them all, Merle? All the Are you going to keep all those flowers on there? No. Once it gets in, you always lose some, so I'll pick them off. I like to keep about fifteen kind of okay. work on the on the plant. My plant's about two feet high, yeah. so I get about fifteen or so lemons at a time, and uh, 
going to feed it today, that 30-10-10. But I had it out in that rain and all that for those for the last couple of weeks. Did and you? it was pretty wet. Like so yeah. I had a or So I'm just letting it dry out. But it's this seems to be loving it. Like lots of nice shiny green leaves and things like that. So nice. After all that after all that in January when we were talking, right? Like yeah, no, I had no leaves that <laughs> looked like sticks, right? Yeah. So well, good job. It's, That's awesome. It's crazy how the how the time goes. But anyways, Jen, I'm going to let you go. I know you got to uh, head down into the greenhouse. It's going to be a busy day down there. And uh great day to to go and have an ice cream or something. So we have the, the scoop it up down at Spruce. Then if you mm-hmm. want to, we have the great Foothills Creamery ice cream down there. So six or seven flavors. Um, always good to have a. Good ice cream on a day. We can sit cream. on our own the picnic table and enjoy yeah. it. And, yeah. yeah. Awesome. All thanks, right. Merle. Well, thanks again, Jen. You Have a good one. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. And if you want to join me, phone lines will be wide open, uh, 403-974-8255. That is the talk and text. I'm already getting a bunch of text. I'm starting to respond to them. And uh, we'll we'll talk a little garden after the break. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770 CHQR. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening, and Let's Talk Gardening is brought to you by Spruce It Up Calories Year-Round Full-Service Garden Center. Spruce it up, green it up, prune it up. We got you covered. And with this heat coming, got a couple of texts. Um, some of my product hasn't. Um, my cannabis haven't taken off. Um, it, what What's going on? Some of the right now is is we just haven't had the heat. We've had lots of water. Lots of um, just sort of sitting. Right now, you're going to see the heat just uh, kick in this week. So after that, make sure you water really well once and then fertilize your plants right now. They're going to need that little boost, have that energy, and then they'll just take off like crazy. And you should see lots of color. Do any deadheading right now before this heat comes. Today's a great day. Get out, do a little deadheading on your flowers, things like that. Get them ready for this heat. Clean them up. Um, fertilize them, and uh, within a couple of weeks, you'll just see some gorgeous, gorgeous flowers in your pots. And uh, I have a banana in one of my pots that's sort of doing the same um, as this person with uh, canna lily. It's just sort of didn't do what I what I was hoping, so I'm hoping it'll take off and uh, and do a little bit more. Going to go to the phone line. I'm going to go to David. Good morning, David. Hi, David. Good morning. Hey, how can I help you? Uh, I'm getting uh, small uh, mildew spots on the leaves on my zucchini and cucumbers. They're just yeah. blooming nicely, but... Yeah, it's with all this moisture, it's just that powdery mildew. So try not watering on the leaves as best you can, but that's just been happening naturally with all the rain that we've been having. And uh, that humidity that we've had the last few days as well. So... Um, Pure Spray Green is a great product you can use. You can spray it on there. It'll get rid of it right away. Oh. It also gets rid of uh, aphids or anything else like that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that that would be really and just try to avoid getting water on the leaves. If yeah. the powder mill is really bad on one or two of the leaves, just pick those ones off. Okay. All right. I'll see whether I've got any of that Pure Spray around. I had some last year. I might have used it up. 
Okay. Yeah. If not, we still have uh, we still have a good supply. So if you need any more, um, yeah, well, that, should, that should help you out. And Hopefully this heat will help it clear it up as I'll well. Be eating something soon. <laughs> Let's hope so. All right. Take care, right. David. Okay. Thank you. Bye bye. All right. And I got a quick text here. Hi, Merle. Our maple tree is dark colored branches and it's been five or six le weeks with no leaves and it's just coming out the bottom you could let it go and turn into a shrub just to cut the trunk off but i would cut a tree well around it a bit like remove the grass from right tight to the trunk um that's always hard on the on the trees as well so create a little tree well and if you want to let that go as a it'll come up as a nice maple shrub um you could do that but Either that or just replace it if you're looking for a tree in that spot. But whenever you have the trees, it's always good to create a little bit of a tree well because that way you're not, when you're using your trimmer and that, you're not going to trim up tight to the bottom of the trunk and uh, cut the grass and end up cutting into the trunk of your tree. So, and it also just gives you a good spot to water. But uh, I think it looks like it's done to me. I would just, just start fresh. Or, like I said, cut it back, cut the trunk off, just let it come up as a multi-stem uh, maple, which would look really good as well. So give that a try. I'm going to go to Kevin. Good morning, Kevin. All right, Kevin left us. I'm going to go to Libby. Good morning, Libby. Um, we have mushrooms in our lawn. How can we get rid of them? The best way, and that's again right now, is just the spores were in the ground, and with all that rain, that activates the spores, and because uh, they just sit there, so you don't even know they're there until we get that type of rain like we had, and then all of a sudden they just that activates the spores, gets them growing. Best way is to just go out and pick them, um, the ones that are out there now, and really you don't need to do nothing. Just let it. It like once we get this heat here. They go through a cycle. Those spores have done their thing. And as long as you pick them and don't run over them with the lawnmower, because that'll spread more of the spores all over the place. Right. Um, yeah. So, so just keep, keep picking them then. Yeah, and they'll be gone. Like There'll be one or two cycles here, and then your mushrooms will be gone. So, um, okay. Thank too, you very much. much. And I did have someone last week, and I, I'm just trying to remember, if anybody can else remember or, or if that person is listening again, they had fairy ring. And I'm pretty sure they said they used like foot powder, like a foot fungus, um, on the on their fairy ring, and it worked. And it kind of made sense because uh, you have a fungus, and it kind of worked because that's right. usually where you get the mushrooms is from the in the fairy ring as well. So if if anybody remembers, just if they can uh, either call in or text me, I'm pretty sure that's what the guys um, suggested. Uh, that he used that worked really well, but but okay. that's that's all I would do, Libby. Just pick those and you'll be fine. Okay, thank you very much. You're welcome. Okay, have bye a good now. one. Bye bye. And again, I did mention just the flowers that I'm seeing right now are unbelievable. So if uh, if you guys have any flowers or you want to share what's growing, what's looking good right now, um, this this do that. Send us a. Send me a picture on that, 403-974-8255. Um, beautiful. And I got uh, a picture here. It says, I saw these in the Czech Republic. I sent you a picture, and you said it was a kiwi, and it could be grown in Calgary. It has it has taken three years, but now has pink leaves. Thank you, Leah Beth. 
Yeah, they're gorgeous. They're like you get a variegated leaf, and it and unfortunately sometimes it did take a little bit. But man, that's it looks beautiful. You're getting the the pink leaves on your kiwi vine um, coming. So nice work. That looks really really good. So um, glad that worked out, and uh, and you get that. It just it's something a little bit different um, that you don't see a lot of in Calgary and. I need to take a quick break. If you want to join me after the break, phone lines are wide open. 403-974-8255. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770 CHQR. It's mostly cloudy and 17 degrees in downtown Calgary. Good morning from Global News. It's 930. I'm Courtney Davidson. The Prime Minister is grabbing his boots and hat as he plans to visit the Calgary Stampede today. He will appear at a Liberal Party fundraiser early this afternoon. Animal Rescue Organization ARCS is at capacity right now as it turns to social media for a plea for donations and foster parents. Over 600 animals are currently in their care. The two-day Premier's meeting that opens in Victoria tomorrow focus on health care systems and the money needed to run them. The premiers want Ottawa to hike its share of funding from 22 to 35 percent. In the forecast, chance of showers this afternoon with a risk of a thunderstorm up to 24. Skies clearing this evening down to 14. Then Monday, mainly sunny and 26. It's 17 degrees. Breaking news when it happens. Our next scheduled news is at 10. I'm Courtney Davidson. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm Earl Coombs. And if you'd like to join me, phone lines are wide open, 403-974-8255. That is the talk and text. Um, I have a quick question here. Um, good morning. I have a question about these yellow burnt on our back lawn, approximately two weeks. I fertilized with your spruce up fertilizer. I accidentally tipped over and the and the fertilizer spilled out. I didn't realize it went onto the grass. And that happened. The fertilizer won't burn if it's if it's applied properly. But if you do happen to to spill or or go into a if it gets in a really heavy spot, like heavy application in one spot, it will burn because you have a high concentrate of nitrogen. So the best thing to do, and it sounds like you've you've done for the most part. I raked it up, soaked it with water, saturate. I a lot of times I'll take the hose and take the nozzle off, and I'll a water directly on it, like sort of so it sort of stirs it up a bit with the right straight out of the hose at full pressure, and uh, and then that kind of stirs up, loosens the roots up. If it if it is burnt a little bit, you might want to put a little bit of loam on there, or just uh, buy a bag of three in one garden soil that we have. A little bit of grass seed in there, and uh, that'll come right back. So it shouldn't take too long. You said it's been a couple of weeks, but it'll, it'll take a bit to recover. But the other grass will just kick in and start creeping into that. So you should be totally fine. And um, and you also had some fertilizer. Um, asked a question about the rapid grow with the thirty ten ten. That one's that one will be fine too. Hydrangeas perennials mini roses um 20 20 20 is a little bit better for some of those the 30 10 10 is great for your evergreens and things like that 
Um, so use up that rapid grow. That brand's not available anymore. We do have the 301010, but that's more of a, a evergreen fertilizer, higher middle number, higher first number, and then switch to the 202020 for all your flowers and things like that. And that will give you some good blooming coming up uh, for the summer. Let's go to the phone line. We're going to go to Fate. Good morning, Fate. Hello. Hi. Hi, it's Faith. Hi, Fate. How can I help you? Um, okay, I'm calling from Lethbridge. Okay. And uh, regular listener. Thank you. And um, I, I have an issue regarding a fern reef peony. Now, I, okay. called spruce, I called Spruce It Up months and months and months ago, and nobody got back to me. And the reason I called because it says on your show, like, oh, give us a call, blah, blah. So I called. Nobody bothered to call me back. So I'm upset over that. So I'm going to, I phoned you directly. Yeah. So, um, I want to know why my friendly peony, if you could give me any insight into the fact it was 30 years old, came back every year, just stunning, stunning. And this year, nothing. It was just like it died. And and that does happen. It could have been with the last few years have been, um, it's, we've had really dry falls. Mm-hmm. And so like the September, October, November, December have been really quite dry. And so a lot of those bulbs, if they sit there, they could have just got winter desiccation. And then we get some cold and it just took it out that way. That's probably the most likely. And mm-hmm. sometimes if they've become overgrown, like they do have sometimes a lifespan that oh. and it maybe just it had enough and it sort of said, Hey, I've gone 30 years, but I think it's more likely the winter desiccation. It's, it's, it's harder on some of those shallower, smaller bulbs, like the, the Fernley peony and that. And I do apologize. We didn't get back to you on, on yeah, that. I was, I, I was a little hurt. <laughs> yeah, and no, was- it's just, it's yeah. And it does happen. We're dealing with people and, and some of a message got, um, and especially going over the last uh, few months with, all the stuff that's going on. So we're oh, uh, apologize for that, but uh, that's why we have the show I, so you can is, call me direct. Where can I get, um, like the thing is trying to find one right now in Canada. It's like, you know, getting the hand, like trying to find. Yeah. Hands. All the, I know we had a few in earlier and I'm not sure what, if we have any in at this time, I can text the show or I'll text Jen right now and see if we have any. Um, but I can see if we do. Um, they are some of those ones have been a little bit harder to get. Um, I know we had a bunch of itopenies and some other things, but let me see what uh, what we have and if we have any in in stock, well, and I I'll had, let you know. Yeah, I was at your shop uh, about a month or two ago, and uh, that she said no. Uh, someone okay. said no. Yeah, but there. we get stuff in. We oh. get stuff in all the time. Like every week, we get a new shipment. So it could okay. have uh, could have been because a lot of times if they're not ready early. Like a lot of those fern leaf peonies, that they're one that um, get brought on a little bit later. If they're not up to size, it, yeah. it's 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 just like the beef industry. Like you know, as things are graded double AA, A, triple A, things have to be a certain size before we can release them. If we're going to sell it as a one gallon perennial, it has to cover so much yeah. of the pot. And because okay. if we try and sell it when it's too small, then it sort of goes against. Uh, um, it, it's not the right sizing, so we have to wait till they're up to the right size before we can sell them at, at a certain size. So, 
And worst case scenario, they don't have them. When do you think you would get them in for next year? When would be the appropriate time? Um, to usually, the like early, they like sort of mid June is typically when we'd get them. Mid June, but Our, yeah, uh, or near the end of this season. Like we see, right now is a good time to get a lot of these harder to get perennials because mm-hmm. once we hit into July and August. A lot of them have grown up to size, and we can bring some of that stuff in now from our nursery. So okay. a lot of times midsummer is a lot of times great time to get some of those um, perennials that have been harder to find because now they're up to size, and okay. uh, and we might have them. So let me check, oh, you- and I just texted Jen, and she'll check for us, and, and then, then I'll let you know if you're on- still listening. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll be listening, so you'll announce it, whether yay or nay. Yep, absolutely. Okay, thank you. You're very welcome. Thanks. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All right. And we're at – actually, I should probably just take a break. If you'd like to join me, phone lines are wide open, 403-974-8255. That is the talk and text line. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770 CHQR. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm Earl Coombs. And if you'd like to join me, phone lines are open, 403-974-8255. We're going to be heading into some good heat this coming week. So ensure that you get out, do some slow, deep watering. Early mornings are good um, for your trees and that. Get them through this hot, hot spell coming up. And it'll also help with just some growth. If they have the moisture in there, um, they'll recover and if they get a little fertilizer and it's good for your trees, they'll just that gives them the energy to to get some growth added to to our trees and recover from some of the some of the harder times that we've had in the past couple of years where we didn't have the ground moisture like we do now. So it'll be nice to uh, see a little bit of growth. I'm gonna go to the phone line. I'm gonna go to Jane. Good morning, Jane. Hi, Merle. I Hi. am calling from the Stetler area. And usually oh, nice. I call you about my Christmas cactus. I'm either complaining about it or praising it. But today I'm calling you about my tomatoes. Um, something is eating the blossoms. They're just not, they don't seem to come to fruit at all. In fact, they wither before they've even looked like they've started coming to fruit. I've, I'm wondering if I could use pure spray green on them. You, you could, actually, because uh, it sounds you might have a bit of a fungus but is the foliage crumpling up too, or is it just yes. the blooms? Yep, the leaves are the leaves are really curling up. Okay. Do they feel really hard? Um, there doesn't appear to be anything in them, and they're not. No, but they do. They look like they're. I, and I sort of describe it as if you see somebody's hands when they get that really bad arthritis. Yeah. And they, they sort of crumple up. They curl in a bit. Mm-hmm. Is it kind of looking like that? Right. Yep. Okay. It, unfortunately, you probably have this. It's a fungus that gets in there, um, and you just have to dispose of the plant. No, it, really, because all yeah. of my tomatoes are like that. Yeah, it, it, it's contagious. Um, do you change your soil every year? Uh, well, actually, these are in pots that came from a garden center. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's a like, especially it's an airborne, like it's. And when we get this wet weather, sometimes things are more susceptible to to disease and fungus. And especially if you've touched one and then touched the other one, it uh-huh. gets spread. It's uh, 
and it's very contagious. So that's why we just say, if, if you get that curling over, and it just reminds me, and unfortunately, of people that get that in their hands, and it's the only way I know how to describe it, I guess. And, and it's it fungus. Just, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And they just, you could try cutting it out. Okay. But more often than not, I've, like, 99%, usually it's just, I just recommend this chucking them and, uh, and just dump the soil and just hmm. start fresh. Unfortunately, does it, does it spread to anything else? Any other? Um, no. It, it, there's some talk that it could go to a potatoes as well. Um, but can you just text me a picture of it just to make sure? You bet. If you're able to do that, I'll, I'll have do a quick it right look away. at it. Okay. And same phone number. Send that, and I'll have a look. Try and get up close a little bit and a little bit further away. But if it's that hard curled up, yeah, it's that uh, it's fungus, and it's trying to just, oh, just dispose of them. All right, All right. I will do that. Thanks, Jane. Thanks, Mario. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, unfortunately, that's a it's, a it's a nasty fungus when it gets in there. It's not great. So I'm going to go to Larry. Good morning, Larry. Vulcan. Um, I'm out in the country, and i got a row of about 25 trees, uh, yep. three, four-inch caliper. i got trouble with some crab apples. i got one doggo crab, and it came out. Beautiful this year, uh, zillions of apples, zillions of bees, and all of a sudden now I'm starting to see about five percent of my leaves have turned yellow and are falling off. Okay, five percent. So I'm wondering what that might be. It could be fire blight in there, um, and that does come right after a bunch of rains. If there was a blight in it, it just it activates that blight on it. Um, the best thing to do is try and cut out those affected areas. But just if you're doing it yourself, just try and clean your pruners as you go to, like after well, every cut. It's just the leaves. And it's 5% throughout the tree from inside the trunk, by the trunk to the oh, okay. outside branches. Okay, so, so it's, it's not just it's one spot. Throughout the tree. No. Okay. So that's, I don't think it's fire blight. There's no other trees within 50 yards of it. No other. Yeah. Yeah, but that's it. Just come okay. It didn't sound like fire blight either. If it's the whole tree, I thought you meant like five percent was one section. Um, no, I would no. just, I just yeah. think it's just probably from the rain, and just, just if it has all that leaves, it's probably shedding some of the foliage to concentrate yeah. on producing fruit. So you also okay. might want to just remove some of the fruit. If you get so much on the dog, or remove a bit of it, so that way some of them will get bigger. The ones that you leave. Yeah. If you leave I, I them found all, in my, my old house, I had a 50- or 60-year-old doggo, and the birds loved it in the fall when the apples fell on the ground and they all got drunk. Yep. No, they have a little party down below. <laughs> but and, uh, also, great time to fertilize it right now. So when it's kind of – got lots of ground moisture, um, yeah. give it a really good shot of 15, 30, 15, high middle number. Um, we'll help that out quite a bit. So. Okay. Now, about um, 100 yards away from – uh, from that, I got a group of big river crabs, five, yep. and they all seem to be doing okay. I sprayed them for B, with BTK, or whatever it is, and from there, another 50 yards away, I got five royalties, and they're in really bad shape. One I had to throw out already. I cut one of them, half the tree, lost all it. They all came out great in the spring, but... They lost all the leaves on, they all shriveled up on one side, and a couple others have 
the leaves are basically shriveling up throughout the tree, but one is doing fine, one out of the five. They're all Did anybody do any spraying or anything? Well, I sprayed BTK on them. Okay, and, that should uh, be fine. Uh, but nobody's times. done any other spraying, like with any of the crops or anything around you, or or, or sprayed any Killex or anything for dandelions or anything? No, the farmers spray across the road, but they use, you know, these commercial sprayers, and I think yeah. I don't think the chemical drifts that far. Yeah, well, depends. It could in the wind. Um, yeah, it's just I very know. rare that a plant or a tree, like how old are the trees? Well, I've had them in about three years now, two, three years. Yeah, it's just very rare that they would just drop all their leaves, like something had to happen, like just drastically. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I would say it's either a, like a spray got on them or something, or okay. like it's not like they got too dry or anything because we haven't had the heat or anything unless you have No, I've been watering them. them. Yeah. Yeah, so um, my guess would be some sort of drift or something okay. got on them. Because uh, I got elms and, and spruce in the same row and a couple of Swedish aspens, and they're all doing fine. Yeah, it could have just one one cloud of drift come across, or or like I said, without seeing them, you might want to. If, if there's an arborist or or yeah. a tree guy close by that can maybe come by and have a look. Yeah, there's nothing uh, around here. Yeah, so there's farmers, farmers, and more farmers, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I can't really, but that would be my guess because it's very mm -hmm. rare that a plant just drops its leaves for no reason. Yeah, like they sort of curled it's... up and uh, yeah. shriveled up and disappeared, and I'm very surprised. Yeah, that if it shriveled up, um, yeah. almost uh, pretty sure you probably got some sort of drift of some kind. So just just, just for fun, there was a, a, a spray plane. What do you call them? Uh, anyways, flying around here the last couple of days, but the airport's fairly close. I didn't see them spraying any chemicals, but yeah, to do it. But but anyway, this problem's been going on for two or three weeks. So it can't be that. Yeah, it might just. So what I would do is just continue to to water them, um, give them another yeah. good shot of fertilizer. They might just drop those existing leaves, and then send out their secondary leaves. So they might send out uh, the yeah. next set of leaves on there because I've seen that happen and happened to me like thirty years ago. I used um, Saigon by mistake on an elm tree, and all the yeah. leaves fell off, and then it has a secondary batch. It came out and it recovered fine. So, oh, okay, all right. Because there's probably not enough chemical to kill the tree, but there's probably there was probably enough just to do that, shrivel up the leaves on that one, and then and then, like I said, if you mm -hmm. water it well, give it a little shot of fertilizer, it'll probably send out its second set. Okay, thank you. All right, all yeah. right. Bye bye. 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 All right, I'm going to take a quick break. If you want to join me, phone lines are open, 403-974-8255. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770 CHQR. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm Earl Coombs, and I'm going to go to the phone line. We're going to go to... Jim. Good morning, Jim. Uh, good morning, Merle. How are you today? Good, good. How can I help you? Um, well, I've got some potatoes that are growing in a planter box, and uh, I've got a bug that's kind of going all over them. 
it looks to me it looks like a tarnished plant bug. Okay, is it more like a caterpillar or a beetle? Nope. It's a beetle that flies. Yes. Okay. I would um you, you without really seeing it, if it does it look like it's chewing it or just on there? Um well the flower buds aren't maturing out of all the plants I've got one flower that's matured and the rest just have stopped when they start to show up as a little fuzzball and then they stop. So I don't know if they're eating that but Okay. Are, yeah. Okay. Um is there any way like what do the what does the bug look like? Um like a I've beetle black or is it like red or no. If uh, I've got the Garden Bugs of Alberta, and uh, it shows the picture of the bug, the tarnished bug, and it's exactly like that. It's uh, brown with a green tip on the end of the tail, green underneath, and okay, what are they calling it? In the back. Uh, tarnished plant bug. Tarnished plant bug. Nice. Um, the only thing I would say. Um, what we can use okay yeah it looks yeah it looks very similar to a cinch bug i just sort of looked it up here to see yeah. to see that um, I mean, um same oil. thing it says the best way to get rid of it is using those uh row covers as well um yeah, i've done that too when they first started out until they grew up to the underside of the row cover and i had to take it off okay um, yeah, so you might want to see if you can extend that uh, row cover on there. Mm -hmm. You can try. I, you could try pure spray green on there um, to get rid of them. Um, I've tried neem oil and diatomaceous earth. Yeah, diatomaceous earth won't do anything because it's it's uh, the beetle and that's more on the ground. Um, okay. Try like I said. Try the pure spray green. Um, okay. You just don't want to use too much chemical on potatoes. I'm, I'm no. not. I'm always a little bit leery of that. But if they're not eating the leaves, if they're just on there, um, uh, maybe they're not doing too much harm anyway. So yeah, I'm just wondering if they're laying eggs into the plant uh, fibers themselves, and then what's going to come later is going to eat the plants. Yeah. Um, yeah, pyrethrin is also another thing. So we have a thing. It used to be called ambush. Um, mm -hmm. And they changed the name, but we have that. If you look for a, a, a insecticide with pyrethrin in it, um, okay. you could try that as well. Okay, great. I'll give Alrighty. that a try. Okay, Thanks take care. Much. You're welcome. Care. Bye. <clears throat> um, where are we at for time? I think i got to take a break. I'm going to take a quick break for the news. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770 CHQR. Mostly cloudy and 17 degrees in downtown Calgary. Good morning from Global News. It's 10 o'clock. I'm Courtney Davidson. The Prime Minister has touched down in Calgary for stampede festivities, as he's expected shortly at a pancake breakfast hosted by Calgary Skyview MP George Chahal. The PM will then head down to the stampede grounds for 10.30 this morning and will be joined by Minister of Tourism and Associate Minister of Finance, Randy Boissonneau. The final event on his agenda will be a Liberal fundraising event this afternoon. 
Meanwhile, the first weekend of the Stampede has been successful so far, featuring the return of massive pancake breakfasts. Chinook Mall welcomed about 40,000 people to its 62nd annual pancake breakfast yesterday morning. The Ismali Community Center's 25th annual breakfast featured live bands and visits from politicians, including Alberta Premier Jason Kenney. Calgary Nose Hill MP Michelle Rempel-Garner is speaking publicly for the first time since she announced that she will not be running in the Alberta United Conservative Party leadership race. On June 15th, Rempel-Garner announced on social media that she was considering running for Premier Jason Kenney's job as leader of the UCP. A week later, she announced she was not running for the position. Before she made that decision, she resigned as Patrick Brown's national campaign co-chair for his leadership bid. Now that Brown has been disqualified from the leadership race, more questions are being raised. Mount Royal University political science professor Dwayne Bratt says Brown has maintained he was not provided with details by the party about the accusations leveled against him. Patrick Brown has had a series of ethical breaches in his past, including with women. Did Michelle Rempel-Garner, was she unaware of those when she uh, decided to support him? Rempel-Garner denied any knowledge of the alleged issues when she walked away from helping Brown's campaign. Animal rescue organization ARCS has over 400 dogs and 200 cats in care right now, prompting a plea for supplies and foster homes. The group has now turned to social media for support. ARC's Nicole Jenke tells Global News they're at full capacity right now. Anything that people can donate from our wish list or drop off at the shelter is hugely helpful for us. The organization has seen an influx of animals over the last two weeks. The Bank of Canada is expected to raise its key interest rate even faster on Wednesday. With inflation raging on and the economy in good shape, economists are forecasting interest rates to rise by three quarters of a, percent, of a percentage point. HSBC chief economist David Watt says while sharply rising interest rates could trigger a recession, he isn't currently forecasting one. I don't have one in my forecast. And right now it's the idea what happens next year will depend on how high the Bank of Canada raises the policy rate and how the how the housing market adapts, especially in the second half of this year. So I think it's too soon to be able to say, yes, we're, we are potentially heading to a recession. The latest inflation reading in May came in at a 39-year high of 7.7%. Taking a look at sports... The Toronto Blue Jays are looking to win the rubber match of their rare five-game series against the Tampa. The men's final at Wimbledon has started on center court. Novak Djokovic is trying to win a seventh title at the All-England Club and a 21st Grand Slam singles title overall. In the forecast, chance of showers this afternoon with a risk of a thunderstorm. Temperature up to 24. Skies clearing this evening down to 14. Monday, mainly sunny, 26. And then the temperature rises to 31 on Tuesday with sunny skies. It's 17 degrees at 10.05. Breaking news when it happens. Our next scheduled update is at 10.30. I'm Courtney Davidson.
Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm Earl Coombs. And if you'd like to join me, phone lines are open, 403-974-8255. Um, and I did get the thing for the fairy ring um, that someone has tried, and uh, you can't buy it at the garden center. You have to go to your pharmacy and uh, Tenactin. It is that foot powder. Um, maybe I try a little bit and see who knows. Maybe it'll work. Kind of makes sense in some ways. It is a fungus, and it might have a, an ingredient in there that uh, will kill that fungus. Tenactin for your fairy ring. So, and that uh, is from one of our good listeners that uh, helps me out here and there. So it's good to. Good for that. Thank you so much. Going to go to the phone line. We're going to go to Mel. Good morning, Mel. Morning, Merle. Thanks for taking Hi, my call. I, of course. How can I help you? Um, well, we have, um, I, I think I, I just moved into this seniors accommodation, but we have, um, there's a, a tree outside, and they say that it was a flowering um, ornamental plum. Yep. Okay. Well, it didn't flower it didn't do anything this year and um now the leaves are dying and there's these bugs that are flying at one another hitting one another and i actually got bit by one of them and very painful bite so i'm wondering um what kind of bug might be on that tree and what i can do to get rid of it i called the property manager they're not interested in doing anything so yeah i guess Um, we're on our own yeah, it, there's right now. There's a like there's a a whack of bugs out there because it just sort of when we had all that rain, it again it activates a lot of the bugs that come out, and so mm-hmm. lots of uh, leaf hoppers are out there. Um, these are kind of these these bugs are kind of like um, I would say like the the color of that um, golden syrup that yeah. I use in I use in baking, and they've got wings. And yeah, it sounds like bugs. a singe bug. Looks like they have a little V on their back. I didn't see that. All I okay. saw was very long, long wings. They're about three quarters of an inch long. They're quite oh, really? long. Okay. okay. And then there's a... these other little tiny, tiny bugs, um, but they're the same color, and they're just they're crawling all like. Yeah, um, actually, and, I, and I, I don't, I don't birds know. Don't come to the tree anymore. <laughs> Uh, the 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 bugs are uh, winning against the birds. Eh? They won't even eat them. Well, I think they're biting them. So because uh, we have magpies, we have big magpies and well, they and should crows. Take them the out. crows have left. The crows have left the area, and the magpies go in there, and then they come out and they're shaking and picking stuff off of them. So, but would, yeah. they, would that be a termite? No, because the termites tree is more dying. like a yeah. Um, the best thing to do is uh, if you can get your property guy to call an arborist to have a look at it. And, we won't uh, do it. So can I? And yeah. and I tried calling, and um, they won't come without uh, my lord's permission. Yeah. So well, if you're if are you allowed to pay for stuff yourself for treatment or whatever or. I don't know because that's I I called yeah and to see if they would come and they they can't come until they get um, permission from the management. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, they're technically yeah, yeah, they're technically not your trees, so um, no. you guys share them. So why don't yeah. you just try to attend your board meeting or or get in touch with the 
your condo board and and see if you can. Oh, I don't and, live in in a condo. I live in a senior. Yeah, and, but I'm maybe there's or or some sort of if there's a. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe elevate it to their manager or something. I've, um, I've, I've talked to all of them yeah. and everyone that I can talk to, and they all just kind of ignore it like it's going to go away. It's not going away. They're getting worse. And yeah. Unfortunately, there's not much I can help you. I'm sorry, because same thing, like, we we couldn't go in and treat it or do anything. Cause no. It, no. And there's all nothing right. that Maybe you can just put try on and, for. No, I, like. That, no, not without knowing what it is. I just don't want to recommend spraying willy-nilly sort of thing. So okay. I would just try to maybe talk to a few more of the residents and maybe if you go at them in numbers, maybe a, that might help. Okay. All right. Take care. Oh, Hopefully okay. that helps. Thanks, Mel. Thank bye-bye. you, Mel. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. And I'm going to go to Craig. Good morning, Craig. Morning. Just hey. wondering, when would be a good time to transplant uh, perennial pansies? Um, perennial pansies can be, I would just do it on a cool morning. Like this coming oh. week's probably not the best, but if you do it early in the morning is the best time. Just okay. water them really well the night before. Okay. And then if you're if you're up early, even I guess on some of these mornings, like um, it's not crazy warm, um, just do that, water them well. Like, they should be fine. Okay, good. Um, Just try and dig up as much as you can out of them, like get a good shovel full. Yep. Okay. And just uh, one, we've got some, I did send you a picture. We got some peonies this year that the flowers are twice the size of every other year. Is that because of all the moisture, the rain? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Okay. Peonies are gorgeous this year. I was just in a perennial garden um, and then, and then just riding around last night on my bike, just the amount of peonies and, and a lot of the blooms um, like the mock orange and the spireas and all the stuff right now is just blooming like crazy. It's just because it's, it had enough moisture to fulfill, fill those buds, get the water going. So it's, yeah, it's perfect. All right. Great. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, they seen that picture of the white ones. Looks great. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. And where are we at for time? I got a little bit of time. I'm going to go to Marlies. Good morning, Marlies. Hi. Good morning. Uh, I phoned you last year about my <laughs> hibiscus, uh, yeah. about the white uh, flower, which came. Usually it's pink and you explained yeah. everything. Now, this year... Oh, I couldn't believe it. I have so many blooms coming up and also white and pink on, on the same. I wonder, I told my daughter, I thought maybe the plant is stressed, needs a bigger pot. I wonder if that's the solution. I that wouldn't know. change the color, though. Um, I, I, I just think you got it. it it's sort of because they, they've been hybrid to go different colors. So you're getting both in there. So I just. I would take that and enjoy it. Oh, and as long as you're fertilizing it. Yeah. And okay. and um hibiscus bloom better when they're when they are root bound a little bit. Oh. Um yeah. I w- yeah, I was thinking maybe it's time because since I received it in oh four oh five, um I just transplanted it. Uh, one time. So I Yeah, wonder- so maybe after this time, after it bloomed this time. Like after it's gone through the yeah. cycle of blooming, um, repot it maybe at the end of summer, um, let it fill in from there and then go. 
because they do because a lot of times when you buy a hibiscus they're very root bound so the nursery stress them out a bit uh-huh. and root bound them to get them to bloom so yeah oh and just another little uh, i think i'm infested with those i never had them before i have a lot of plants green uranium everything in the living room and i noticed that i put the sticky sticks on the yellow little things and i see them filled with looks like little white eggs tiny little you know like tiny white spots and i usually had aphids and they went away with the sticky sticks but now those things are oh i don't know where they came from huh yeah, that, little tiny now, white little yeah, spots they're caught on those sticky sticks. On the on oh they're caught on the, it could be the aphids just dried up. But and that's white. sort of what's left. Yep. Yeah, so that's sort of like if they're just little white dots, yeah. It's just the it's just the, the bug itself is dried up on there. So it's not poop or anything no, from No, it's just a residual, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm going to keep it up with the sticky sticks, I guess. That's all no, I can Good do. job. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, sweetheart. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Well, I'm glad that worked out for Marlise. Like, that's awesome. She has the uh, double-blooming um, hibiscus. And I do remember her calling in last year as well. Um, I had someone calling in regarding the maple trees and what kind I'd recommend um, we have some great varieties right now. Um, Autumn Moon, uh, the Amir, we have it in both tree and shrub form. Hot Wings is a great one. You get that nice red center. Autumn Blaze, the Red Point Maple is also another good one. Ruby Slippers, and that's the Amir Maple as well. So we have uh, a few varieties of maple that uh, will do really well for you. So if you want to go check out, we have a pretty good selection of those in stock at this time. And, uh, and give that a try. If you want to join me after the break here, um, phone lines will be wide open, 403-974-8255. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770-CHQR. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening, and Let's Talk Gardening is brought to you by Spruce It Up Coverage Year-Round Full Service Garden Center. Spruce it up, green it up, prune it up. We got you covered. Um, Catherine from up in Citadel just sent me a beautiful picture of uh, some of the pots up on her deck. Uh, Siberian iris, uh, foxgloves, dark iris is just about to open. So um, gorgeous. Thank you for sharing that. They look beautiful. So, uh, and I'm hoping your, uh, your, uh, dwarf Korean lilac, uh, standard, um, came back for you there and cut it back and, uh, hopefully that will rejuvenate it. Hopefully that, uh, you're seeing a little bit of growth coming back from that. I'm going to go to the phone line. I'm going to go to Carol. Good morning, Carol. I have an evergreen tree. I don't know if a spruce fir, whatever it is. There's all this sticky stuff dripping out of it, and I've never seen that happen here before. Yeah, and that's um, when we get. A, that's a. It's a kind of a good sign. We got a good moisture. It must be in a good spot. Um, it's just sweating out a little bit of extra moisture right now. So. Um, 
Well, it feels a little sticky. Is this going to bother like when the lawn no, gets? It's just, uh, no, it's just no, it's just all the <laughs> yeah, and it's just from all the pollen as well, right? Like it's just sort of released all that um, sort of yellow, sticky pollen. So um, it's just a cycle. It'll go through here really quick, okay. and uh, you should probably be over it here probably now. Like once we get, uh, I still notice I'm getting a bit of pollen on my vehicle a little bit. But for the most part, you should be done with that. But is oh, it okay. dripping right off? I never saw that before. The Cotone Aster Hedge was just shining with this stuff. And I thought, I haven't watered there. And I thought the neighbors must have done it. But it's still there. So I guess yeah, it's just no, that. That's whatever. just with the, with the moisture. And uh, and then uh, they do sweat it out a little bit if they get a little bit too much. Oh, okay. All right. I guess that's what we do too, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. Thanks, Carol. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. I'm going to go to, and I believe it's Morgi. Good morning, Morgi. It's Moji. M-O-J-I. Okay. Hi, Hi, Moji. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How can I help you? Yes. I I sent in a picture of a plant that I got. It's a flowering plant, and they will bloom beautifully when I got them. But now, the buds come there's a lot of flowering buds on it, but they drop off before they open. Okay. I'm just, oh, there you are. Moji. There you go. Um, you were given this few plants a few months ago, bloomed well, plants off. Let me see. Okay. That is a, it's a type of impatient um, so you will start getting some blooms again. Just give it a little bit more light. You can see those buds on there, and just watch it doesn't get too wet. It it's okay. like a succulent. It it actually holds a fair bit of moisture in those leaves. Okay. So yeah, and just make sure that it has a pot with drainage. Um, oh, okay. it doesn't yeah. like to sit in water. Okay, okay. Uh, so, what I have is I have a uh, a drainage pot into yep. a the fancy pot maybe yep. there's water so just when you water leave, yeah when you do water leave it in the sink so all the water can drain out and then put it mm-hmm. back into the nice pot okay okay and they never get too much light because i had it by the windows then i move it away when it was dropping yeah so yeah, they just you can give it a little bit more light, um, but you can see the buds on there. It wants to bloom for you, so uh, just just do that. Just don't let it sit in the water. That's oh. it does like to dry out. So okay, 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 um, and it looks and like it I should do more, fine. I you have one more question for you if I have time. Of course, I go ahead. Do, I'm growing spinach, and last year they were really good. This year, they started off really good, too, and I've picked a few to use. But now I notice that they have um, their brownish at the top. The leaves are turning brown and drying up at the tips. And I grew them in the grounds outside. Okay. Um, just I doubt they dried out. Um, that could just be a little bit of foliage. Hopefully, we get some heat here. And that'll get it growing. Um, I would just pick those a little bit off, like on the spinach. If it just, it could have been, like, could have got dried out a little bit at one time. Um, okay. But the spinach, 
typically, and this when you do harvest, just just trim that little bit of dried ends off, and it, oh. it should be fine. Pull those off, and hopefully you get some more coming on your second batch. Do okay. you just keep picking the leaves and let it keep coming from the bottom? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. perfect. Thank you very much. This is my first time call, but I've been listening to you for years. Well, thank you, Moji. I really appreciate it, and uh, and uh, we'll keep those things keeping green and, uh, and get that flower blooming for you. Thank you. Have a wonderful thank day. You too. Thanks for calling. I really appreciate yeah. it. Bye-bye. Yeah. Awesome. I like that one. Uh, it's been listening for a long time, and then uh, picks up the phone and gives us a call. That's great. And uh, also sent me a text all in one day. So, yeah, she is one of those uh, – impatience and uh unfortunately it just i think it was just sitting in a little bit of water so they they don't like that they need that good drainage dry out a little bit in between and uh, and go from there um what do i got here i got and we're getting lots of calls a bit of black rot black um and and just rotting of a few plants and we're going to get a bit of that so if you go out into your yard and just sort of take a look if you're seeing some leaves that are looking a little bit um like they have fungus it's best just to pull all that off like and just cut off any of that bad foliage because then your plant is not going to waste any energy um trying to revive that old leaves or that old branches things like that so right now is a good time to look at all that too to cut off any of that uh, dead damage or disease branching on your plants your shrubs your trees things like that and i'm going to take a quick break and when we get back we'll return to the calls you're listening to let's talk gardening on 770 chqr Mostly cloudy and 19 degrees in downtown Calgary. Good morning from Global News. It's 10.30. I'm Courtney Davidson. The Prime Minister is in town as he is expected shortly at a pancake breakfast hosted by Calgary Skyview MP George Chahal. He will also be in attendance at a Liberal fundraising event this afternoon. Chinook Mall welcomed about 40,000 people to its 62nd annual pancake breakfast yesterday morning as the first weekend of the Calgary Stampede kicked off. Also, last night, the Federal Conservative Party leadership race was in focus during a political stampede barbecue with 1,100 in attendance. The two-day premier's meeting that opens in Victoria tomorrow will focus on health care systems and the money needed to run them. The premiers want Ottawa to hike its share of funding from 22 to 35%. In the forecast, chance of showers this afternoon with a risk of a thunderstorm. Temperature up to 24. Skies clearing this evening, getting down to 14. Then 26 tomorrow with mainly sunny skies. It's 19 degrees. Breaking news when it happens. Our next scheduled news is at 11. I'm Courtney Davidson. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm Earl Coombs, and we are sitting July the 10th, 10.30 a.m. Stampede, and today's family day. I bet you it's crazy down there this morning. So anyways, if you're heading down there or to a Stampede breakfast or 
something like that. Hopefully you get out and do a little bit of Yahoo and have some fun. Enjoy it. We're, we're getting back to all this normality and we're allowed to be around people and all that. So get out and enjoy that. Get, get around some people. Have some fun. All right. going to go to the phone lines. We're going to go to Wendy. Good morning, Wendy. Earl, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. I'm calling in again. I've got nice. I got a I was, how are how are those plants working out for you? <laughs> they're you know what they're 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 doing really well. But I do have a concern with the um, the hydrangea because I bought the quick fire hydrangea. Yeah. Yeah. And it looks beautiful. The only concern I have, Merle, are the um, the leaves are starting to brown and curl in. And I don't know. Like, I'm wondering, is it too just, hot where it is? Or... It, no, it'll be fine. Just ensure that you're giving it mm-hmm. enough water. And just that slow, okay. deep watering, just make sure you put the hose under it and just let it soak in there really slow, like for a good hour. Like, just barely drips oh. out of the hose. And just make oh. sure you water the whole root ball nice and moist. That's yeah. the, if you're just watering the top half, um, you're going to get a bit of that. So just do that slow, deep watering. Okay, because I've, I've been really watering it and fertilizing it. And I actually bought some, I was out there and I bought some some of the uh, the mulch. And so I... Yeah, okay, perfect. And yeah, it, it, yeah it looks you'll get a bit really of that good. leaf, like on the first year, um, <clears throat> okay. the hydrate. You're going to get a little bit, but it, it should be totally fine. But just ensure that you're doing that slow, deep watering, especially going into this hot spell we're going to get this week. So, Yeah. yeah. So when you say slow, deep watering, are you, do, you, like, uh, do you mean like the soaker hose? Kind of yeah, if you have just, one of those, or if yeah. you're just doing one or two plants, I just put the hose, yeah. or I or I have a nozzle, like I have my water wand on the end, yeah, and oh, I yeah. just turn it on really slow, and just yeah, so it just barely comes really. out. Yeah, just oh, so it's okay. barely coming out, so that way you're not wasting anything. It goes down, yeah, yeah. just nice and okay. slowly soaks in. So okay, and you know what? I, what I was wondering too is. Um, because I've got deer that come up in my yard here. I had one up yesterday, and I'm like, oh, my God. So I watched her. <laughs> anyway, because I've been spraying Bobex on yep. my plant. So I'm wondering, would the Bobex, like, you're, you're, like, would that have anything to do with this? It, it shouldn't, too, unless it was okay. just the perfect storm. Like, if you had it on there and it was a little bit wet, and then okay. the sun was a real hot day, and you kind of created a bit of a like a magnifying okay. glass. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. that okay. happens on the ends. Because a lot of times on those leaves, like the water will drip to the end of the leaf. And mm-hmm. sometimes you'll get that where it just sits on the end or a bit of a temperature change. Like right. I was looking at my trees, okay. like all my leaves, like they always have sometimes a little dots or this or that. You Very yeah. rarely yeah. do you see perfect foliage in Calgary. It's just right. our, our, our varying temperatures, our wind, our pelting rain, yeah, like there's about eight thousand exactly. things that affect the aesthetics of our of our leaves. So uh, yeah, um, okay. Yeah, so it's yeah, you're not going to get perfect. So okay, yeah, okay, got it. All right, well that's that's what I need, Merle. Thanks a lot. Awesome. Have a good rest All right. of your day. You too. Okay. Take care. Okay. Bye bye. All right, and I do got a call from or a text from Bill. Um, it says, "Can I strap my?" Um, spruce trees to keep to straighten them out. The reason they're doing it right now, Bill, is that they're just so loaded with cones, um, with the spruce cones on there. Um, 
So I, I really, it, it'll straighten itself out once all those fall off there. Um, it's just being so high to try and strap that up. I think it's going to be quite difficult. Um, but you might want to get an arborist out to just have a look at your trees there, those big poplars. There's lots of deadwood and things like that up in there. I would get those cleaned out and things like that. And also, it looks like the spruce tree might be growing away from the poplar. In the picture, it looks like it's really close. So my guess would be it's also growing away a little bit from there and, uh, and doing that. I'm going to go to... Uh, to Don. Good morning, Don. Good morning, Merle. We've been told that we have chinch bugs in our lawn. There's an area about 10 feet in diameter that looks like it's pretty much dead. Yep. What What can I do to fix those? We have uh, nematodes that you can you can wash you can water them into that area, and it'll go in there and it'll it'll take out the the cinch bug. It's uh, it comes in a little ball. It's called a and nematodes for cinch in your lawn and then you, okay. you take it out and you mix it with water and then you water that area really good what i would do is just rake it really well as well after you do the treatment or actually maybe do it in before like give it a really good rake and then then give it the treatment with the nematodes and then leave it for a week or so um and then after that are you using um a good fertilizer again i just recommend yep. using our our green it up lawn fertilizer it'll help recover from that kind of stuff because you're going to have a really strong root system. So that'll make okay, all the yeah, difference I've, as well. I've been using, I, I just bought some of your uh, your fertilizer, so I need to put that, that on. Yeah, yeah, give that a try. That'll help recover as well. And then once you're in that system with that fertilizer too, it'll recover a lot quicker from if you get those mice going through or sense bugs or whatever because your roots will be down nice and deep. So, Okay, do you have to do multiple treatments for these bugs? Um, no, it should be one time, like if you just do it. And right now, coming up, we're going to have some good warm weather. Um, so right now is a great time to do it, too. So you should have some pretty good success with the one treatment. Okay, perfect. Thanks, Merle. All right, take care. Bye-bye. All right, and I think I'm going to take a quick break. If you want to join me after the break, uh, phone lines will be wide open, 403 974 8255. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770 CHQR. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm Earl Coombs. Um, and I'm going to go to the phone line. We're going to go to Linda. Good morning, Linda. Hi, Linda. Hello, Linda. I can hear the clock or someone walking. All right, maybe we'll just put Linda back on hold and we'll go to Merle. Good morning, Merle. Good Good morning, Merle. Hey, how can I help you? Good name. Well, <laughs> I, uh, I, well, it's Merle the Pearl. It's my nickname. So. <laughs> yeah, I've had that a couple times. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, I'm a Saskatchewan kid, so I grew up uh, raiding gardens and stealing crab yep. apples and stuff like that. Nice. So yep. I've planted some apple trees here, and I've got one that's been growing over the years and kind of grew. The deer are kind enough to prune them every year. But this one now, suddenly this year's 
stopped growing um, about halfway up, like literally about halfway up. The It started out at about six feet when I planted it, and it's slowly growing about a foot, and it's about 10 feet now kind of thing. But about halfway up, it just has kind of stopped growing, and it's growing from under that spot now. And it's okay. a, bit of a, a bit of a brownish colored tree. I think it's a western apple, or is that... Yeah, is there any kind of bark damage or anything above, like, where the stuff isn't growing? Not really. There's some bark damage below. Okay. And uh, this this year I had some mulch, so I really covered it in mulch-wise. Somebody said just really yeah. cover them in and then it try sounds, to freeze them in. It, maybe that, I don't know how bad that damage was below it, because that, that could contribute to that, like, because then anything above it, it might not be growing um, from that damage. It also, some of the apple trees, I've seen a bit of this desiccation over the last couple of years with it being so dry going into fall. Like, they yeah. do require to be watered really good going into the fall and into winter to put them to bed. It's kind of moist. Um, yeah. That's one thing I have seen. Um, I would just prune, if it's not growing on the top, I would just prune that out. Like, like it's that, uh, probably about a, a, a um, probably a, a good two to three inch round uh, tree at the at the point where it stopped. But underneath yeah. where it is damaged, it is growing up above that, and it has sprouted out all brand new branches underneath that. Underneath where it about halfway is, so okay. it's growing from where a bit of that damage is. It's growing above that, and I have a tree about fifteen feet away that's been growing well as well so, so the only uh, thing i maybe try well. is try to get um if you have rage plus um so yeah. give it a really good soak and give it a couple applications of rage plus and see if that'll push some life back up into that part that isn't growing yeah and then um I've, I, you know, over the years, I pounded in those those green chunky ones, those green yeah, those, ones. Yeah, those don't really do much. They just kind of sit there and slowly um, disintegrate. They, they feed a little bit, but they're not really going to do nothing. Um, yeah, and I, 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 I poured some NRG on there, too, like liquid NRG, just to get in there. I don't know if that'll help. But. Okay. Yeah, you just got to be careful with some of that. It depends what numbers they are. You might get too much of one thing going. Um, do, so I, like I said, I would just try to get put the socros on it, give it some Rage Plus, um, two or three applications of that, and see if that pushes some life. Is there when you scratch the bark? Is it green, like where it's not leafing out? Um, I don't know. I just got home. I could run out there and just look at it. But um, yeah, maybe you know, maybe check that out. And if you are able to text me a picture, I can uh, maybe have a better look and try and include that damage. And then maybe I'll have what do a I text it, it to? This number? Same same number. Yep. I'll text it in two minutes, and you can. I'll take two pictures yeah. and. and okay. then the Sounds other, good. I've been using that Costco Miracle Grow. Is that worth putting on there too, or just? No, that that Miracle Grow again. It's not the best fertilizer. It's a heavy salt in it. Um, so I just prefer not using the Miracle Grow. Like we use a, like a twenty 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 fifteen thirty fifteen for your for your fruit and apples. Okay. Good quality okay. water soluble fertilizer. And the so those cheap fertilizers aren't that great because they have too much salt in them. So okay, so just just go somewhere and buy some better stuff. Um, yeah. What's the Rage Twenty Rage or something? Rage Plus. Rage Plus. Okay. 
Yeah. Okay, it's, I'll uh, send you some pictures. It's an organic in two fertilizer. Here. Okay. I'll send you a picture in two minutes and just uh, give I'll me have some. A look. Uh, yeah, say a prayer. I need an old priest and a new priest, I guess. And... Th there you go. We'll have a look. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Mark. Thanks. Take care. Bye bye. All right. Where am I at for time? I got enough time. I'm going to go to uh, Diane. Good morning, Diane. My question, my question is the uh, I have African violets and I have, I mean they grow beautiful and this one has really been weird. Um, he had a lot of flower on it and then the flowers of course died. All of a sudden he's closed up like all the leaves are standing up, like you're putting your hands together praying sort yeah. of thing. And I googled and it said it needs more sun. Well, he's in the sun already. He's got a west, the northwest window. I make sure he's watered appropriately. With I check with a meter thing, a water thing, and I don't get it. But none of the others are like this, and I'm wondering what have I done wrong? What do I need to do? Um, has it been in the same pot for a long time? Mm, yeah, he probably has been, like yeah, probably two that years. That would be the other thing. I would say it probably needs to get transplanted. Oh, okay. Um, yep. I would just transplant it into a new pot. Um, okay. Make sure it has one that has drainage. And they like right. to be watered from underneath as well. Like they, yes. yeah, just don't get it. Or if you do water from up top, just don't try not to get any water on the leaves. Right. So I always water from the bottom. And then I, about 30 minutes later, anything that's still there, which there isn't, but uh, then I would have uh, drained it out. But no, that's great. So I will do that today. There's my job for today. Okay. There you go. Have awesome. Have a great week. All right. You bye too. Bye. Thanks, Dan. Bye-bye. And I think I'm going to take a quick break. If you want to join me, phone lines are open, 403-974-8255. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770 CHQR. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm going to go for a quick call. We're going to go down to Mel in Medicine Hat, and he's with the Medicine Hat and District Horticultural Association. Good morning, Mel. Good morning, Merle. How are you this morning? I'm doing great. So you sent me um, a text, and I said, well, why don't you give us a quick call? So you yep. guys got the garden tour going again. Finally, yes. After after well, three years now. So this is a we're excited. Uh, we have uh, eight beautiful gardens that are uh, in Madison Hat, and, and with the weather being so wet this year, everything is so lush and green, blooming beautifully. So we'll keep our fingers crossed that nothing happens. And uh, okay, so when is it? Next Sunday. Uh, okay. July 17th. And Are, do you allow well. Calgarians to come down if they want? <laughs> Absolutely, we would allow that. We would allow awesome. that. And we just, uh, you know, on the website, there's sort of a um, uh, route for them to, if they want to get tickets, how we, how we would arrange them because we actually don't have online sales as such, but we would make arrangements and we've had people from Lethbridge and others who have bought tickets and are looking forward to it. People are excited because, you know, there haven't been any tours for a couple of years due to COVID and uh, the result. Uh, nice to have them. Awesome. So, yeah, so you can go to www.medhathort.com. 
ca or on their facebook or twitter um yeah. for for information and updates i just wanted to get you to call in quick and it's 10 bucks so that's 10 bucks well spent and uh, you can go down and see all the great gardens on medicine hat absolutely all right thank you so much thanks mel thank you for taking my call of course Bye. take care bye-bye all right i'm gonna go to diane good morning diane Actually, I think I did her. Okay, let's go to Brent. Good morning, Hello? Brent. Hi, Brent. Yeah, yes, I have two trees in the front of my house, and the trees come in the, in the spring, they're green leaves, and then in the fall, they're purple, and they're yeah. suckering through my front yard. How yeah, that's, that's a Schubert. Yeah, it's hard to stop the suckering because it's typically from when a tree was planted improperly. Um, at one time and so you can subside it uh, make sure you're doing slow deep watering for the tree because what it's doing it's sending up suckers looking for more moisture yeah i and, live in port uh, mcleod eh, the gravel pit <laughs> yeah okay so yeah you're <laughs> desperate for water so um so if you can try and add some more maybe add a little bit of loam on top um okay. try and keep it yeah and do it does it have a tree well around it yes yes Okay. Well, when I, I, I maybe probably should make it bigger. <laughs> yeah, make it bigger and add bark mulch. Put about three, four inches of bark mulch, and okay. then that way it'll it'll hold the moisture in on that thing, and uh, okay. it'll definitely help with the suckering. If I if I like like I have no lawn, it's uh, it's uh, gravel with a with um, fabric underneath. Yeah. So yeah. So just. Around the drip line, go maybe a foot or so out past the drip line of the tree and put bark mulch to make a nice, you can do like a ring of some sort. And yeah. uh, and then just put um, put the bark mulch down on top um, three to four inches deep um, and you should be totally fine. Okay, thank you very much. All right, thanks, Brent. Good thank luck. Thank you. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, we're going to last call. We're going to go to Bill. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Merle. Great show again, as always. Thank um, you so much. Yeah, I know. It's awesome. Hey, um, I did send you a couple pictures. I've got something that's eating our lupins and then a different kind of bug on uh, something on my cherry tree. And uh, the lupin damage is extensive. Yeah, I'm going to say probably on the lupins, the the caterpillars just love those at this time of year. So it's I would say. Fly. Did you see the picture? Yeah, I'm trying to find it. Uh, seven five are the last two digits. Okay, seven five seven five. There we are. I hear you. Something different on your. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Holy cow! Yeah. That is just. Uh, and one of the first pictures. Yeah, aphids. Can... Yeah, you just it's loaded with aphids. So. Um, so what you need to do is to spray it. Um, I would just get the hose out on it with a good uni nozzle and just spray that. And then any of that brown, rotten stuff that's in the monk's hood or that delphinium and that, just pull all that out, any of that brown, dead kind of fungus foliage that's That's, that's happened. all loosened, yeah. Oh, really? That that looks also like powdery mildew a bit in there on that. So um, pure spray green. So use your, whole, your nozzle clean out the foliage and then just spray with pure spray green 
Okay. And you need to do it. Yeah, you got aphids in your cherry tree as well. So different color aphid is just because the the uh, inside the cherry tree is a darker color, so it's sucking those juices out. So same thing, uni nozzle, really good. Wash it with the with the hose, and then spray it every five days for three times in a row um, with the pure spray green to break that cycle. And is the pure spray green okay for the yep. cherries for eating? Yeah, absolutely. Yep, yep, totally fine. Okay. Just just read the directions, and you have to wait three or four days or something. But it's a pharmaceutical grade mineral oil. All right. Okay. Awesome. Thank, Thank you so you. much. I got to go. Take care. All right. Thanks again, everybody. Get out. Enjoy the stampede or whatever else you're going to do this week. Watch the heat. Make sure you hydrate. And we'll get our garden on right here next week on 770 CHQR.